Hello and welcome to Essex by the Sea. I'm Owen Ward, exploring the Essex coast, finding out about the amazing and interesting stories it has to offer. More and more of you are subscribing to the podcast, which is fantastic. Thank you very much for doing so, and I hope you're enjoying the episodes. Now, the Essex coastline has had 11 Martello Towers built uh, in the 1800s. They were identified by letters. Stone Point in the south being Tower A, and Walton on the Nays being Tower K. Just six of those original 11 remain, and I'm currently in Tower F, which is located pretty much in the centre of Clacton, to tell me more about this historic monument and to uh, tell me the future of it as well. Paul Nash is back on the podcast. Paul, thanks very much. Hi, Owen. Nice to see you. And you, and and great to have you back uh, for a second episode. Tell me, how did you come to actually uh, be the the custodian and and the owner of this this fantastic historic monument? Yeah, well, what it was, we... in 2009, Billy and Elliot Ball took over Clacton Pier, and um, and they didn't have, um, you know, they didn't have no knowledge of animals. So I've always been into animals um, from from years and years ago. Always been into animals. Anyway, I was actually looking for a zoo, an area to have a, a children's zoo. That's what we wanted to do, but I couldn't find nowhere. Then I started helping Billy out with the Sea Life Aquarium. So I run that for two years, um, helping him out when he first took that over. And that was great. Um, but in the meantime, I was always looking and I drove past the Martello Tower one day and I saw a sign up there saying for sale um, on the gate. So I'd never been in here before, pulled up, come up here, walked across the bridge and realised there was a 16 foot walled moat all the way around. And I thought, what a perfect place because I can have all the animals running around here. I ain't got to worry about putting them in cages or anything like that. They can roam free apart from a few little gates um, for certain animals. And um, and that was it. We um, spoke to the guy, done a deal, and um, that was about 11 years ago, 11 or 12 years ago, yeah. Now, the tower, obviously the history goes back a long, long way, as I say. They were built originally in the, the 1800s. I mean, what was the original purpose of them, do you know? Yeah, it was to stop um, Napoleon. They thought Napoleon was going to come here and invade. Um, and so you can see the shape of the towers. They're not completely circle, though it is a complete circle on the inside, but they're done sort of like an egg shape, so to give it extra strength. The walls are about, I know we're going to have people say no, they're not, but they're roughly between 14, around 14 foot thick, the bottom, very strong. In fact, I think this tower here, and when you look around, it's got 750,000 bricks in it for this, for this tower. So that's how they were designed. There was no stairs coming down in the towers. They used to, in fact, the room that we're in now was the animations room. So this is down the bottom, and this is where they used to keep all the cannonballs and the gunpowder. That little area there, no, it's hard to say, but it's a, it's a little square area, about two foot square in the wall. Um, and it used to have glass over there and a big candle behind it. And that was their way of lighting it up and to make sure the flame never got into this room. So this was the animations room. And they used to have to have um, they'd, uh, um, like two big doors on the first floor that used to open and they'd drop everything down through like a, 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 um, a pulley system. And then they had a ladder that come down and that was that was it down here. But um, yeah, it was they were built for that um, about 220 odd years ago now. And um, yeah, this is the only one I think with a fully enclosed moat. So that's what along this coast when you perhaps walk along the top of the uh, prom along the seafront the only really part of the town is the very top part that you can see which currently has a, a white structure which i understand was originally uh, built for the coast guard but it wasn't part of the original tower no that's right i think that i think don't quote me on it but around about 69 them sort of times it was built 
and that was to let the lifeguards have a look out and keep an eye on the coast to make sure everyone was um, safe along there. But it's been left for years neglected. I think they moved out of here probably um, 16 years ago, something around them around them times, and it's just been dilapidated. So it's, it's, it's not very safe now. It's going to be coming down. But that's all that was, yeah. It's not part of the original structure. You know, if you're on a boat out at sea off the coast of, uh, of Clacton, you, you're coming in to in, invade the coast. Actually, it'd be a bit of a surprise when you rocked up on the beach to find this right above you because you can't really see it from the sea. I, I, I'm guessing then if this was the ammunitions room it had quite hefty guns then on top originally that's right i'm not sure how many i think there was uh, it was two or three guns they had big cannons um they've got the big um metal um straps up their bars to to hold them because when they were, were shooting out and and it's a shame that all of this work and the cannons and everything else was all built and they never actually got used um for the purpose they were built for because napoleon never invaded but but yeah it's um it's very unusual because when you walk, go along the seafront here, we're just in front of the hospital on Clacton Seafront, Marine Parade West. As you look up, it's just like a hill. But actually, as you walk along and come into, because you've got to go across a bridge into this tower, it's just like it blows people's minds because they can see the big moat. And it, and by the way, it was always a dry moat. There was it was never a, a lot of people think that it actually used to be full of water, but it was it was always a dry moat. But you go across the bridge and into the tower, and it's just like being in another world. It's just. Um, Beautiful. I agree, and I had that same sort of wow factor as I came through the gate, and suddenly that moat opens up, and you can see the brick structure there standing in the middle, and it is a hefty moat. I mean, it's it's deep because you come in essentially, well, effectively at ground level, but actually, you, you then once you're in the tower, as we've done today, you, you then come down a level, don't you? That's right. Yeah, you do because you don't notice you've got the, the hill up, up, but when you come into the tower and come across the bridge, you, you forget your. You're actually up. You've already gone up to get yeah. get here, and then you you know you see that, and it's all down in a big valley, and it's um yeah, it's a really really beautiful place. And I can see why you took a look at this when it did come up for sale, and think actually this would be a brilliant place uh, for for a zoo, and and that was very successful for a long time. I know people have remembered uh, coming along and, and seeing the animals in the moat, and and what was that period like for for the tower and for you? Yeah, it was fantastic. Well, what happened was there was an original zoo here in the 70s and 80s, I think, and. It had a very bad ending, so um, that was that was something. But it was really brilliant because what we had here was a lot of, um, you know, we had alpacas, we had um, African sheep, we had pygmy goats, we had pigs, and all of these sort of animals and that. Um, and it was really fantastic, you know. And what happened? People would come in here, they could have their kids all looking at all the animals and there was rabbits and guinea pigs and believe it or not the rabbits and guinea pigs were more popular than all of the animals that's all the kids want to do pick up a rabbit or pick up a guinea pig and um yeah they was all here but the great thing about it was the parents then could relax and they could sit on the bench and read a book because they knew the kids couldn't get out so when you're on the beach you can't take your eyes off them for a second so it was really popular run for about um it run for about six years really going great and then my wife got cancer and she got ill and she sort of really run this um you know she was with the animals all the time and so that sort of put a stop on it but we were lucky because we managed to sell all the animals to one person they took them all but i've got to tell you a quick thing that was really interesting or funny in the winters here because um you know Clacton gets a bit quiet in the winters and um so all the, the zoo closed and we used to take the animals home and they were all in the garden and the funny thing was we'd we'd have every morning we'd open up the patio doors right or go into the kitchen the patio door, and they were all lined up like noah's ark and we'd have alpacas ponies donkeys sheep goats pigs all in a line and you'd have to open up the 
open up the, the, the back doors to try and get out and feed them. And there was alpacas flying in the kitchen and everything was running around. It would take us half an hour to get all the animals back out, you know what I mean? And then, but we had that, so we had that every winter um, for, for six years and it was great fun. But, you know, as you get older as well and with her health and that, that, that had to end. Now, though, the tower has been uh, reinvented. It's, it's a lovely tea rooms today. I must say the coffee is uh, absolutely brilliant. Uh, well worth a, a visit if you are in Clacton. It is a bit secluded because it, it's tucked around. It's high up. As I say, you can't really see it, but it is here. Come and, come and have a visit uh, to the tea rooms. But you've got further plans and, and more uh, ambition for the tower going forward. Yes, we have. I mean, at the moment, it's a t- we call it the sour tea rooms. And uh, you can come here for afternoon teas, cream teas, sandwiches, cakes, that sort of thing. Um, we're also doing events here like um, you know we've got the um, uh, the FSB the Federation of Small Businesses doing networking events we're doing ghost hunts here we're hoping to do um, fright nights and escape from the tower and medieval nights etc and weddings um, you know that's all the plan of going forward in the future great for the community as well because anyone can come in here they can do business and you know have a nice tea and it's just beside the hospital so we get a lot of people that are down here to go to the hospital and they pop in for a cup of tea and that sort of thing. But yeah, we've got some bigger um, plans going forward. We'd like to have a dome on the top and make it a really nice place. Great for the year show and everything else. And also, um, people can come and, um, you know, if they need to use it for something, they can hire it. We'd, we just want to use it for the community and all that sort of thing. Absolutely. And, and, and uh, you know, it is a great space to be able to do that. And, and good that a, a historic building like this can be used in, in such a diverse um, way as well. You mentioned about the thickness of the walls. I can see here that how thick they are. One thing that has struck me, though, is I can't see a single flat, straight surface. It's all curved. How on earth do you, do you, do you deal with the furnishing? Yeah, it is, it is awkward. There's no doubt about it because, yeah, it is all curves and... and, and um, circles and everything else built here but um you know you just it this is what makes it really quirky and makes it different and um yeah i just love being in the town i just want to be here all the time it's just so so nice and great having people coming down and we, we're having a talk with them and all that sort of thing and it's just it's just a great place because we've also got all the grounds outside so in the summer people are sitting outside they're having their teas and coffees out there it's really nice and we're getting all that finished off as well so we've got some big plans for this going forward yeah, I noticed in the dry moat outside, you've got tables and chairs set out. And I, and I imagine at the height of summer, that is very much a sun trap uh, and, and a beautiful place to enjoy an afternoon tea. Yeah, well, the great thing about it is, one, you're only 100 yards from the sea. So, you know, if you're coming to Clacton for the day, what a great day. You can go to the pier, which happens to be the largest pleasure pier in Europe, six and a half acres. And just by the way, their, their address, which I think is fantastic, number one North Sea. And, um, you know, so they're only across the road. So it's, if, when people come here, they can go and do the pier and then they can pop in here and see all this, learn about the tower, have some nice teas, have, meet some friends or whatever. And, um, you know, it's just make it, it's another great thing for Clacton, do you know what I mean? But outside, yeah, it's, it's really beautiful. And the reason being is that even if it's windy, because you're down and you've got the moat around you, it shelters you from if, it, if it's a windy day, do you know what I mean? And the sun follows it all the way around. So all day long, we've got sun. So it's um it's really nice, and another great thing is that Clacton is has got a microclimate. You know, there's no doubt about that. Um, they always get the weather forecast wrong because it's got this little um the driest part of the UK, and um, it might pour down a rain in Colchester, but Clacton's sunny Clacton. It certainly is. Now your plans for perhaps putting a, a some sort of dome on top. I mean that would be very striking on top of this this building and and give you panoramic views of of, of Clacton. I mean, we're down in the sort of basement of the uh, tower at the moment, but I mean what are those views like from the top? 
Oh, they're absolutely fantastic. For the air show, there's nowhere better, I don't think. And because um, we're right in front of where all the main flights go across right here. And we're up really high the, on the top of the tower. So, And the views are really nice. You can see right up to Jaywick and right up to Holland on Sea. Um, it's, it's, it's a fantastic place to be. Um, I love being on the on the rooftop. But at the moment, like I say, it's um, all it is is a big pigeon coop at the moment. That's all, that's all it is. Um, so once we get that down and if anyone wants to have a look if you um, go on google and type in martello tower y and then click in the images that's sort of the same thing we're doing because they've already done it there and um, we're sort of copying that sort of structure i mean that that's gonna change uh, the look of the tower but uh, open it up as well so that you can do so much more with it that's right because at the moment it's just you know it's and plus if it's raining and that you know you wouldn't be able to use it and that sort of thing and also then the actual um the, the, the dome that they've got actually protects it as well you know from water coming in and that sort of thing so it's, it's got a lot of benefits you know what I'm saying and it looks nice and it's a lot better than what it looks at the moment there is still despite modifications and, and changes and developments which all historic buildings have over time there's still a lot of the originality that that's here and I, I noticed reading the historic England listing because it's been a listed building for decades now there's still a lot of originality and actually the the, the, the footbridge that you walk across the moat is is original isn't it yeah it sure is and it actually used to lift up the front of it used to lift up and close you know so you really was protected here but I mean um, I must say English heritage um have always been great great towards us because they know uh, I think how much we care for the building and what we're doing and Tenering Council have, have worked with us on it on, on everything and been really good so you know I think we've had a lot of support from them and it's um, and from the community so it's, it's all good uh, well uh, it is a, an interesting I, I would say unique but, but there are others along the coast but they've all got individuality to them and, and their own uh, sort of uh, life I suppose now after their, their original purpose yeah well look, well this one is unique because of the because of that moat um it's a fully enclosed moat um like i say so you don't see many of them about um i think this is the only one but there might be another i'm not sure um 100 percent. but yeah it's um it's individual they're beautiful buildings um it's great to come and learn about them you know i want i want some of the schools to come and let the kids learn that's why we've got um up on the top i don't know if you see it but we've got some of the original floorboards up there on, on above the fireplace and we've got like um some information about why they were built and all that sort of thing that people can read and uh, yeah it'd be great for like the schools and kids to come here and find out about these martello towers you know what i'm saying because they're um they're great you can spend hours here they're, they're fantastic once we've got the top done it'd be really great but the gardens are lovely and um, we're, we're improving them all the time so um yeah it's exciting very exciting Absolutely. Well, Paul, thank you so much for, for inviting me down to the tower and, uh, and and being a supporter of Essex by the Sea as well. I wish you all the best with uh, the future endeavours for it. And, and maybe, you know, if you need someone to come and cut the ribbon when the dome's installed, you know where to find me. That's it. No, thank, <laughs> thanks a lot, Owen. It's been really good. Thanks, thanks for your time as well. Well, now we've uh, visited Tower F, it feels like we need to go and visit the other five towers now. Uh, perhaps uh, they will be explored in future episodes. If you'd like to support the making of Essex by the Sea, then do check out my Kofi page, where you can find uh, all the episodes and uh, as uh, pictures, and you can also leave a little donation as well. That goes a long way to uh, covering the costs of making the podcast, and if you uh, plan to do that, thank you very much in advance. So from this particular Martello Tower here in Clacton, thanks ever so much for listening.